With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome to This League Uncut. In the world of 24-hour NBA news, this news, you lose. Chris Haynes, it's go time. Mark Stein, it's showtime. Boom shakalaka! This league uncut is underway and on fire! This should be a good one. Yes, it will be a good one. And yes, it is the long-awaited return of this league uncut. Mark Stein here with Chris Haynes. We have been separated for more than a week. I left the country. I went to London right when the NBA Finals started. Got to London on the day of Game 1. Had my own slew of travel adventures, but I am back in the States now. Chris Haynes, the star of our show, is in Miami at the Finals, so we can all experience this vicariously through him. And we will get to Finals talk. Of course, the Denver Nuggets take a 2-1 lead into game four Friday night. Chris and I recording this on a Thursday night. We will get to the finals because obviously pivotal game three result. History tells us when it's 1-1, the team that wins game three goes on to win it all 80% of the time, 32 times out of 40 in league history. So that was a huge win for Denver. We'll get into whether Miami can win game four and get this thing back on track and and still make it a long series. But we've got to start with some matters away from the NBA Finals because it has been a crazy, newsy week. Man, was I throwing things when Chris Haynes posted a Dallas Mavericks story on Monday when when I'm in London. Man, was I upset. But we'll get to that in a minute. We're going to start with the Wednesday bombshell from Mr. Haynes, that Chris Paul has been informed by the Phoenix Suns that they intend to waive him later this month. Of course, the Suns have a June 28th deadline to either guarantee Paul's contract fully for next season at $30.8 million, or by waiving him on June 28th, they would only owe him $15.8 million in that deal. Obviously that story generating a lot of discussion 
again, away from the finals, do not want to detract from the championship series, but this is a massive story. Chris Haynes, first of all, how are you, sir? It's been a while since we uh, hung out, man. Son, I am in my favorite city in the country, Miami. My, I have an ocean view. I went out there. There was some sun out today this afternoon. I went out to the beach, and I said, you know, I was I was tired, so I felt like, you know, I'm going to go out there and take a nap on the beach. As soon as I get out there, put my towel down on a nice white sand, take my shirt off, lay down on the towel. Five minutes later, a severe rainstorm just hit, which led me to running probably 95% speed, running back to my hotel room, drenched in rain, uh, soaking wet. And so that was my, that was the, the moment in time that I had to enjoy the five minutes of which I saw sunlight out there. So uh, I'll try it again tomorrow. It'll be my last day. Try it again tomorrow before the game. But I have yet to experience good Miami weather since I've been here. So actually you just dropped a couple items. There are multiple items that I want to now interrupt our Chris Paul discussion before I get to. So it is Miami is your number one city on the NBA map. Number one. I was one, one A, one B. That's what you New said. York, Miami. Yeah, number one. Number one. Yes, number one. Okay, um, I'm a little surprised by that, but I guess you like what you what? like. Why? How could I, mean, I how love could Miami? You? I love Miami, but I just I, I wouldn't have it number one. But okay. that's just me. Well, some something's wrong with you, Stein. But let's get back to Chris Paul because that's what everybody wants to hear about. So let me. Well, let the me other, break, the last break. thing before we get to Chris Paul is there any video of you running at 95 percent speed? Because I would I really not. like. I would really I, like I hope to not. see that. The reason it was 95% opposed to 100% because I was trying to make sure I didn't slip. I didn't want to slip and fall on that sidewalk and, <laughs> and hurt <laughs> and do damage to myself. So I'm running 95% speed. But Stein, there was very little warning. I mean, the warning we had was thunderstorms just started. It was loud. It was, Stein, it, was, it reminded me of those thunderstorms that we were experiencing in the bubble in Orlando. The thunderstorms came out of nowhere. Boom, boom, boom. And you should have saw it. The beach just took off. It, it was like it was a horror movie. Like everybody would just took off running. It, you know, they took off towards the street. And luckily, my hotel is right across the street uh, from the beach. So I didn't have that long of a run. But, yeah, it was 95% because I didn't want to slip and fall. So I was trying to watch each step. A lot of flexing going on. You got a hotel on the beach. You're taking off your shirt. You're slipping in these little, these little flexes. Well, I'm still, you know, I, I, this is still PG-13. This is this is not like my man Stephen A. Smith now. Stephen A. Smith and his pod. <laughs> yeah, we're, 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 not, we're, we're not doing that. We're not, we're not going to get too far into some trouble here. I was in England when that happened. I only saw a couple excerpts, and I was like, "What? what is going on here? Or maybe I was still home. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Stephen A. is letting loose. All right, you're right. We need to get. Let's let's get let's let's uh, let's elegantly move to Chris Paul. Um, okay. Just go to it. Lay it out for us. Yeah. So I I received word yesterday, which was Wednesday Wednesday night. So I, I go into the arena. You have to go through security. 
And so as I'm going through security, you have to put your phone. It's on that. It's like the conveyor belt. We have to go through this, uh, put all your items down. It's just like you do at an airport. You have to do that in Miami. And so as I put my phone down, I see that I missed a call from this very, very important individual. Very, very important individual. So I'm like, all right, okay. I'll call him right back as soon as I pick up the phone on the other end. So then when the phone comes out on the other end, I seen that I missed two calls from this person just in that short of a time frame. So I'm like, what is going on? So I call this individual. This back. is usually good news for a reporter, by the way. Not this is not this it, is it not is. bad news. This is good news. That is, yeah. This is usually good news. When you get in a call from this very important individual, you, you usually pick up right away. But you know, he called he called twice. This individual called twice. I'm giving a little bit of way of saying he called twice. And so um, I get word that the Suns have reached out to Chris Paul's repre- representative, his agent, Steve Human, And I, I was told that they were informed that they will be waived. He will be waived by the, um, the June 28th deadline. <clears throat> and so that's what I that's what I went with. Um, had multiple sources. I got on the phone with a, with a few people, and um, that's what I went with. And so, I was I can I can say this. So when I reported that, I did receive a call uh, from the Suns um, saying that um, basically that they that there are options. There are options out there where they can still trade Chris Paul. But the likely scenario, yes, is uh, a wave. But what I can say is this. I can say this. Chris Paul and his representative left that initial phone call with the impression and how they took it was he was going to be waived by the deadline. Yes, way. because they, they may have options, but let's be honest here. They're, they're going to try to trade him because of the contract. And if they mm-hmm. don't trade him, they are going to waive him. That's basically my interpretation as a, I think, let's, I'll, I'll, I'll say seasoned spectator of a story like this. Yeah. You know, it's always funny seeing other people, how they spin things and, all that. It's always funny. And, you know, local, national, that's always funny. But I, I felt pretty good about my sourcing on this. And that's why I stood it. So I, I had the opportunity to include before anybody else chimed in on it. I had the opportunity to include, oh, yeah, trading is an option. You know, we look, we could look into trading, but I, I'm standing by my report. I'm standing by the people who I've spoke with. Got pretty good sourcing on this time. And so I, I, I left it up and I, you know, I leave all the other shenanigans to, to, to other folks. Yeah, because look, it totally makes sense that they would try to trade him because that contract perhaps could be appealing to someone else. But one way or the other, they're moving on from Chris Paul. Now, it's interesting because last night a team, a rival team said to me that what they heard is 
no, Phoenix is going to waive him and re-sign him. And that is technically possible. It is technically an option. But if you're Chris Paul and they've waived you, why would you want to sign back there for the minimum? I'm assuming Chris Paul, yes, he. I don't think he's in this huge rush to leave Phoenix, but you know, if, if they're going to take the step of waiving him, it would make sense that he would want to look around and see what other options he has in free agency if that's the step they're going to take. Because, j- again, just to be clear, if they waive and stretch him, which is that's the best route for the Suns to create significant cap space to try to make another move. If they waive and stretch Chris Paul, they would then have full access to the mid-level exception of 12 plus million. But if you waive and stretch Chris Paul, you can't resign him. So they would just have to outright waive him. If they wanted to bring him back, they would have to hope that he'd be willing to come for the minimum. And at that point, why wouldn't Chris Paul sign with the Lakers or someone else in free agency that didn't just waive him two, three days before? And I think that's an option when they waive him, not the waive and stretch provision. I think that is an option to waive him and, and to see if he'll be willing to resign back at a lower number. I, I just don't know. I haven't spoken to Chris yet, but I don't know if he will be willing to do that. But knowing him, you know, he'll have to talk with his wife and kids, his agent, his his brother CJ, and and get together and see see what's the logical option for, for him. But what I do know is I was told he I was told that he feels he has several years left um, to play at a high level and he wants to help a team contend and compete for a championship. So would that be in Phoenix? I don't know. And you know, I don't know if this this process rubs him the wrong way. You know, I, I can't wait to when he gets to speak on it. But one thing I do know, Stein, Chris Paul did tell me a few days ago that he will come on the podcast. So we will have Chris Paul at, at some point this offseason. So there will be a lot to talk about. But, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I don't know as of right now. I don't know how he feels about the possibility of resigning. You know, and, yeah, I probably should not be the one trying to guess where his head's at because, you know, I have not spoken to Chris Paul in ages. I'm just, again, putting my observer cap on. It's just – hard for me to see that he would be waived and then just say, yeah, cool. You know, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll stay on the minimum. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he would want to be in Phoenix so bad that, that he'd be fine with those conditions. But my, you know, my read from where we are in not quite mid June, I would imagine that if Chris Paul is waived and is on the open market, he's going to get some enticing offers uh, because, you know, they, they may not be the most lucrative, but, you know, uh, he he's going to have plenty of options to, you know, again, I mean, to me, the Lakers, um, that would be such a natural one. You know, there's all this question of, are they going to bring back D'Angelo Russell? At what price point would they resign D'Angelo Russell? I mean, I would imagine LeBron would love the chance to play with Chris Paul. And to me, I think we've seen, how willing LeBron is to cede some of the ball handling responsibilities to Austin Reeves. I don't think LeBron would mind having another ball handler around too. So um, there's a reason why so many people are bringing up the Lakers and and there will be others, I'm sure. But I guess to me, the Lakers just seems like such a logical landing spot because we know of 
the LeBron Chris Paul relationship. For sure, that that's going to be definitely that he'll he'll be tied to the Lakers. I don't know about the Clippers. You know, I, I know you know Chris Paul lives in lives in L.A. What his fam, family does, and I don't know about the Clippers because I would think I don't have any intel on this as of right now, but I would think they plan to resign Russ. I would think so. I, I don't know how realistic that would be on Chris Paul, but I will say this: a, a member of a, a prominent member of the Los Angeles Clippers, a player, texted me yesterday, right when I um, reported the Chris Paul news, and said they would love to have Chris Paul over there. So he's definitely going to have people in his corner, prominent players from from teams out there, contending teams in his corner to try to bring him on. You wonder if the front office is going to feel the same way. Yeah, Chris Chris Paul in you know making thirty something million. You know, there's going to be a limited market. Chris Paul as a free agent, you know, that's a completely different situation. You know, Lakers and Clippers easy for us to talk about them as potential destinations, but there will be more that we don't know yet if he actually makes it to free agency. So that's definitely an interesting one. I mean, it's interesting. You know, I had heard. Honestly, for for a couple weeks here, that hey, keep your eye on keep your eye on a wave and stretch for Chris Paul and Phoenix, and I just didn't. I'm like, wow, are they really going to take that step? I I guess I shouldn't have been as skeptical as I was because uh, you know that is you, you told that you that told is me that Stein, you told me that weeks ago. You you were hearing that? Yeah, I guess I was. I guess my sources were right. Sometimes that <laughs> happens that where they're ago. way. Sometimes that happens where they're way out in front of the news, and you're like. Damn, I should have listened. I should have listened yeah. better because that. I mean, it is one of the options. You know, trade him, wave him outright, wave and stretch. But I think the summation is an exit from Phoenix is very, 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 very likely. Let's let's at least say that much. I mean, that is that is clearly the message here. That yes, and and that's what and that's what Chris Paul's representative came away with when contacted by the team yesterday. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER.
Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, now let's move on to the story that began the week. And like I said, I'm over it now. I'm over it now. (laughs) Even though you're family to me, even though you are family to me, Monday, it's Monday, I'm in London. Clock is ticking. Stein is running out of time in his favorite place to escape. So what was my plan on Monday? Tuesday, I I knew I had a huge piece that would be. Um, I was yeah. so uh, you know I, I I actually got the chance. SB, I, I've I've struck an arrangement with SB Nation to syndicate Tuesday's column and next Tuesday's column. A first in the history of 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 my little hum my humble little Substack that SB Nation is running my piece. So what my plan was Monday, I'm going to work all day Monday to get the Tuesday piece ready. And then Tuesday, I'm going to be able to enjoy one last London fling. I'm going to go, I'm going to go sneak away and watch some grass court tennis in Surbiton, which you know how much I love my tennis. I'm so excited. And then there it is. I'm in a coffee shop working away. And Chris Haynes drops the story. No warning to his podcast partner, Kyrie Irving, (laughs) is trying to convince LeBron James to come to Dallas. You didn't realize what you did to me, did you? You didn't realize. I did. I'm over no, it I, now. I, I thought you were asleep. I knew you were out the country, and I'm not familiar with the, the time zone difference. What what it, you know? I, I assume it was probably two, three in the morning at that time. But what was uh, what was your reaction to hearing that? Is that something you heard before? Or did did that catch you by surprise? My reaction, honestly, is very cynical to the intentions here because I think Kyrie Irving knows quite well that the chances of the Mavericks trying to orchestrate any possible way to acquire LeBron James are pretty much close to nil if I continue with London speak. So to me, really my reaction is he wants to be a recruiter for the Mavs. And I think that's kind of his way of trying to appeal to the Mavs that he has even more Mm. value to them off Mm. the court beyond what he could deliver as a player. Cause look, it's an, it's a negotiation now. Um, Mm -hmm. I think based on everything I've heard, Kyrie wants to stay in Dallas. And one motivation that, that was suggested to me is that, you know, he's tired of the narrative that he's trying to get his, you know, force his way to the Lakers. And, you know, so why not try to convince LeBron to come to the Mavs, even though, again, that's just not possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's negotiation mm-hmm. time and he wants to, you know, establish himself as having value to the Mavs both on and off the court. That was really my my first reaction. The uh, As the author of the, of the story, my reaction was, and my reaction is similar to your style, but my reaction was, 
he's staying in Dallas. Like that was basically kind of like a subtle confirmation of he's resigning with the Mavericks. That's what I gather more so out of it than anything else. Yes, you know, I try, and I try to put that in my piece on, you know, if you're going to write something like that, write what, how it could happen. And it would just take, <laughs> it, it would take um, LeBron asking for a buyout. You know, he has a hundred, like a hundred million left on a two-year deal. The second year is a player option, asking for a buyout, signing for significantly less. And Kyrie, it would take Kyrie signing for significantly less in order for you know to make that happen. Now LeBron James makes he's made a lot of money, a lot of money. I, I I'm pretty sure he's close to billionaire status at this point. He's he's getting up there. I have a hard time believing he's going to just scrap a hundred million to play the final years of his career in Dallas. And then you have. Not to say there's anything wrong against Dallas, but, you know, he got his son playing at USC this coming up season. So it's just things don't line up and make sense. So what I gathered from it out of all of that was that Kyrie is putting out a subtle confirmation that he's resigning with the Mavs. So let's examine both of those things because there's a lot happening there. Let's, let's start with Kyrie. I mean, first of all, I agree with those sentiments. And again, you know, in my checking with with the Mavs side of things, the Mavs as a team certainly believe that Kyrie wants to re-sign. Now, the question again, the question from the start will be, can they reach a deal that makes everyone happy? The five-year max that Kyrie is eligible for is $272 million over five. The four-year max is $210 million. Over four, the Mavericks naturally want to come out of this with the most team-friendly deal they can, and Kyrie Irving naturally wants to come out of this as close to the five two seventy-two that he can get. So it's a negotiation, and you know we'll see how it ends up. But yes, I mean the Mavs have been consistent since February since they traded for Kyrie Irving. This was not in their eyes a rental. They want to make this a long-term agreement. And so I do still see that as the most likely scenario. And as I've said many, many times on many, many pods, the who's coming after Kyrie Irving? Where are the external suitors? We still, free agency is 20 odd days away as we record this. Those external suitors have not yet materialized. I personally have not been able to pinpoint a team that's planning to go after him and try to sign him away from the Mavericks. And the Lakers are thrown out constantly, but the message, all the recent messaging from Lakerland has been that they are not going after Kyrie Irving in free agency. And so, you know, is there going, is, are we going to see an external market develop that, you know, would give Kyrie more leverage here? At this point, so, I don't see it. All right. The Chris Paul situation in Phoenix. Do you think that opens up a, a possible door for another suitor being the Suns? Well, it's, it's interesting because from the moment that Kyrie was traded to Dallas, the Suns and the Lakers were always the two teams. 
mentioned as they could come after Kyrie in the offseason. The Lakers, like I said, since since the trade since the trade deadline when the Lakers did make a play for Kyrie ever since then, and then they've obviously had the second half turnaround, the trades they did make, the run to the Western Conference Finals, all the messaging since this Laker turnaround has been that they're not going after Kyrie Irving. As for Phoenix, I I don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, when the trade was made in February that that brought Kyrie Irving to Dallas, like I said, there was this there was there were rumblings that Phoenix would revisit it in the offseason. But then we had the game in early March here in when Phoenix came to Dallas and KD and Kyrie, there was just like no interaction, very icy tension that you could literally feel between them. Now, am I putting too much stock in that? Do the Suns secretly want Kyrie? You know, I guess it's possible. I don't have knowledge of it. So I guess we'll see. I guess we'll see if, are they moving off Chris Paul to make a run at Kyrie Irving? I guess that's what you're getting. That's what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I'm I don't. Not I don't happening. know. I'm just right. Yeah. Right. You're posing the question, and I think yeah. it's the right question. I'm not sure. Okay, okay. but maybe I, they are. I know. I know. Months ago, this is it's different times. I know. Months ago, I'm talking like three months ago, maybe even four months ago. There was an. In- they, they they were having talks about possibly being able to land KD and Kyrie. Those were months, months ago. I don't know where that stands now. Yeah, because they've got they. I mean, to me, that you've got Durant and Booker as your duo, who are just two supreme scorers, and that's another thing. Like. There's so much talk right now. I'm hearing so much talk, you know, send Dame to Miami so he can be with Jimmy and, and Adebayo. We we got to remember in this new CBA, you got to get the twosome right because you're most likely not going to be able to afford three max guys. And if you have three max guys, you are not going to be able to put a lot of depth around them. And that's what just killed Phoenix in the playoffs they didn't have enough around Durant and Booker. So do the Suns really want to now bring in Kyrie and you have Durant and Booker and Kyrie, three guys who can score all night long, but then you have nothing else? I mean, I don't know that that's really the best team-building path to pursue. So like I said, maybe maybe everything I'm saying here, I'm going to look like an idiot and it's going to come out that, hey, the Suns are, you know, the Suns are after Kyrie Irving. But to this point, I'm just saying to this point, as we record this, I haven't heard of that team that's trying to get him. And if that happens, if a suitor emerges, then obviously a lot changes and and that puts Dallas under all kinds of new pressure. Yeah. And that's why it's still like, again, that the whole revelation of him trying to get LeBron and wanting the front office to pursue an avenue to, to get LeBron. Yeah, that's what I basically got that he's leaning towards re-signing with the Dallas Mavericks. But to your point, there's still a lot that has to get worked out uh, between now and free agency to make that a reality.
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. All right, so look, Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul, free agency matters. We will be talking about these at length. We will be talking about these topics with increasing frequency as we get closer to free agency. Something tells me that very, very soon, once this series is over, this pod will become nothing else but discussions about Chris Paul's future, Kyrie Irving's future, and all the major free agent and trade and draft topics but Chris is at the finals. It's been a very good series so far. I do want to talk some NBA finals before we go. What was the mood after game three? What did you encounter on your post-game visits to the locker rooms and catching up with people? I mean, Jokic and Murray were just, man. I mean, that was next-level two-man game the way they started the game, the way they got inside and uh, just repeatedly did damage in the paint. You know, we you started this pod by talking about the South Beach sand. Those guys put, they gave Denver a foothold in the South Beach sand. And that, that thing was, I mean, I know you are not a soccer guy, but yesterday... Yesterday, you were in Miami for one of the greatest days in the history of South Florida sports when Lionel Messi, arguably the greatest footballer of all time, says he's coming to play for Inner Miami. That was not the ending to the evening that the locals were looking for. Down by 21 in the fourth quarter, down by so much that that's when the game ops in Miami threw the welcome. Welcome to Lionel Messi sign went up when they're down 93-72 in the fourth. Not the way the Heat expected that game three to go. But, I mean, that was absolutely historic masterpiece from Jokic and Murray last night. So paint a picture for us. What was what was post-game like? So I decided, you know, I, I focused on <clears throat> I focused on the Denver Nuggets, obviously. So I went, and, I went to their locker room. I spoke with Jeff Green, 
had a conversation with Jeff Green. I had a conversation with Contavious Caldwell Pope. I had a conversation with DeAndre Jordan. I had a conversation, a little conversation with Jamal Murray, and I had a little walk and talk with the Joker um, last night, Stein. You know, I read that and I was like, wait a minute. Did he sidle yeah. the Joker? I didn't yeah, know the Joker, Joker goes for it. The Joker go yeah. he allows a sidle? <laughs> hey, hey, he was very accommodating too last night, man. But check, let me check this out. I mean, this, and this is why I, I wish he I, I hope he does more in interviews because his 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 personality is is great. So I go into the locker room and I have got word. This is what happened. I got word that Joker had like some type of speech after that game two loss that pretty much stunned everybody. So that was my plan after the game to start asking around. So I pulled guys to the side in the locker room, got KCP, DeAndre Jordan, Jeff Green, and they were all were like, yeah, like usually. So the way that, the way it works in their locker room, the, the, the guys who are the most vocal is Jeff Green, DeAndre Jordan, and KCP. Those are the three. So after losses and, or, or wins, those are the ones that, or those are the players who address the team, whether it's in a good way, a bad way, calling people out. It's those guys. But I was I was told Joker actually joined in and said something. And DeAndre Jordan said, that's rare. You know, he told me that's rare. Like KCP was like, yeah, when he says something, you got to listen. Like because he's not going to say he doesn't say much. And he said it was just him doing that and talking about just how they didn't come with the proper mindset and they can't do this at the finals. And, you know, he, he said he had more to say in addressing the team, but uh, KCP told me that set the tone for them. For practice the next day, shoe around the next day. It set the tone uh, for, for them to, to go into game three. And you know it's hard to play in Miami. And so, anyways, I get all these good quotes from these players talking about just how great of a speech Joker had. And then I go to the Joker because, and I, you know, I was able to walk and talk with him leaving the arena. And I asked him, I said, Hey, all these, all these, all your, most of your teammates are talking about just this great speech you gave and how it resonated with them. And they were just caught off guard because you never say anything. Do you know what led you to say something at that point? And he said, honestly, I don't even remember. <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't even remember. Me. He said, I don't remember me even saying anything. <laughs> he says, he said, so they must be crazy. I don't, I don't remember. He said, Hey, if I got something to say, I'm going to say it, but I, I I don't know. I don't remember, man. He said, if it worked good, I'm, I'm glad it worked. It was just so nice, but he was like genuine. He was genuine about it. Like he, he forgot that he said something, <laughs> you know, you got all these guys <laughs> pumping them up and talking about how, uh, how motivating he was to, to speak up. And, uh, he forgot about it. <laughs> he didn't remember what he said. <laughs> so he, he has a great personality that, that I hope he, he shows more. But uh, yeah, I'm going to actually you know, read I, the quote. I, I'm going to read the quote. I've called up your okay. story. Quote, honestly, I don't remember that I was talking. So if I was saying something, I don't remember what I was saying, Jokic told BR with a snicker. But in all sincerity. Quote, maybe it was just my emotions at the time. I don't remember, to be honest. Maybe they're all just crazy, but I think I'm normal. When I say something, it's not that I'm trying to be vocal. There's a purpose. When I see something, I'm going to say it. I'm never going to talk just to talk, end quote. Mm. I'm going to give you – when I read this story, 
A, I mean, it's the longest paragraph in here. That shocked me. Like, it's not even about, it's not even what he said. You got to, I thought Joker hated doing interviews so much. That I, like, maybe he's done sidles and I just missed them, but a sidle of the Joker at the finals. That's pretty good. Yeah, he was very, he was accommodating. He gave me a, you know, handshake. Hey, Chris, come on, let's talk. Let's talk. Walked on. You know, he was. It was cool, but he he doesn't. I know there were, there were um, I know there were others that requested it, uh, requested to try to get some time with him, and and he didn't get it. But um, but he was he he was great, man. He has a great personality, and uh, again, I just hope that he. Yeah, no, he showed it today in the off day when the press conference started today at the podium. That. One of the first, yeah. he you know he got a good X and O question. And he called out Mike Singer, and he was like, "Take notes, Mike." As if to say to his, <laughs> as if to say to the Denver Post beat man, "Do step yeah. up your questions." That was good. He he does have, <laughs> he's got some jokes. Nah, he, he's good. Jo- the Joker got some jokes, but nah, it, it was so the scene. You know, you know, I look at it, I look at it like the Denver Nuggets. It's 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 hard for a lot of reasons to play in Miami. Lot of lot of lot of, lot going on in my. It sounds like it's hard for you to focus. It sounds like it's hard for you to focus with. <laughs> well, let me tell you this: that's that's one reason I got my hotel right by the beach. I don't want to focus that much, but I, I will say this, Stein. I didn't know. I found this out last year. I think I told you. I might have said this before. The Miami Heat Arena has a nightclub inside the arena that's going that's popping off. During the game, now you wonder why fans show up late to Miami Heat games. There's an actual, like, you go, it's a club. It has VIP VIP sections all around, bottle service, nice views, eye candy, any type of eye candy you like, all over. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. And it's happening during the game. Miami's a different place, Don. I don't like it. Different place. I don't like it. <laughs> Can we just place. focus on basketball oh, for three hours? Oh, go ahead. Like they go don't ahead. have go enough. Ahead. There's Stop. not. There, no, but no. I'm just saying. There's not enough clubbing in Miami after the game. I mean, can we just have three hours, two hours where we focus on basketball? Man. I mean, the Heat are yeah. in the finals as an eighth seed. Yes, that was a rough game three, but still, the run that this team is on is incredible. I picked Denver in six because just there's no way to, I mean, the heat, the heat are limited. They're missing Tyler hero. So they're not even at full strength. Denver has a more well-rounded team, better balance, length, more depth. The nuggets should win this series, but Miami is the toughest team on earth. And I couldn't, I couldn't say that this series would end in anything less than six because I just think no matter what strikes Miami has against them, they're going to find a way to win at least two games. So Denver looked incredible in game three. As we've all said, as Michael Malone said, it's the best Jokic and Murray have ever looked like as a duo. They're making everyone wonder now, is this the best one-two punch in the NBA, even though Jamal Murray still has never sniffed an all-star game? Um but it will not shock me if Miami wins game four. If Denver goes up 3-1, it won't shock me if Miami finds a way to win 
game five. I still think somehow the Heat dragged this thing to six. Hmm. They could. It's, this is a scrappy team. But the thing about the Miami Heat, Stein, they have to play so perfect because the, the, their skill level is not on par with Nuggets from top to bottom. They got to play so, man, they got to play so perfect. Guys have to really step up. It's tough, man. It's tough. I, yes, I, I guess I can see them getting game four. I don't know, but Denver looks like they figured something out. I, I think the Heat felt like they might have found something in switching Jimmy Butler onto Jamal Murray in game two. Jamal didn't have the, that type of breakout game that he's been having in these playoffs, and then he comes in and does it on Jimmy in game three. So I don't I don't know. It's like Miami, the thing with Miami, they need guys to have big games who aren't star players. Like you need a Gabe Vincent to give you 15 plus. You need Struess to give you 15 plus. You need you need even Bam. You need Bam to give you more than what he's giving you offensively and to be more efficient offensively. So it, it, it's just tough, man. It's tough. They Again, they got to play so perfect. And then Tyler Hero. Does Tyler Hero come back for game four? Uh, I know weeks ago he, he was aiming for game three. So I, I don't know. It, it, it's a tough situation. I wouldn't be surprised, Stein, if the Nuggets close it out in five. I wouldn't be surprised. Really? I mean, look, you're there. You have a better feel for it. And you I mean, see look, what I it, see, though. It, it's 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 hard not to be impressed by the show that Denver put on in Game Three. I mean, they only made five threes. They're the only team in the playoffs, these whole playoffs, to win a game when making as few as five threes. That's how good they were. Everywhere else on the court, dominated the glass. Uh, you know, Christian Brown played the game of his life off the bench. So Michael Porter Jr., who's just really slumping and struggling, and it doesn't even hurt Denver because Brown steps right in and attacks the rim and and provides that third scoring boost that as if as if Joker and Murray needed it, he provided it. I mean, that was that was just an incredibly impressive road win. From Denver, and it was really, I mean, they were facing adversity for the first time in these playoffs. If they lose that game three, the noise really starts. All the doubts about the Denver Nuggets get dredged up, and they shut it all down. So, uh, you know, they now get to play with house money in game four. And I guess we will see. I guess we will see. Don't go to the club. Watch the game. That's my professional advice. Well, I'm going to tell you right. I'm going to tell you right now. If any team is up 25 or more points, I'm going to the club. <laughs> and writing it? Are you going to write a for, are you going to write a scene piece? I I might have my I don't know if you want the scene piece in there. I don't know if that would be appropriate. I, I'm pretty sure it get a lot of clicks. It will get a lot of clicks. Well, you at least have to NBA if players. You do that, you at least have to give the scene piece in audio fashion on this pod. I can do that. I probably couldn't mention names. 
They're, they're, they are NBA players in these VIP sections in, in this club. That might be that might be fun to do right there. Give you a scene of Miami's club. The thing is, inside is the, the arena. Doing I guess the I'm game. just surprised because like it's not the newest arena in the world. So it's like, is the club really that the in arena club is that fancy? You it's actually went in club. there and took a look. I went. I went in there and took a look. And I it was as good as a normal a real, Miami club would be. Yeah, regular Miami club has a bar right in the middle of the club. Bar, nice looking women giving you bar service. Nice looking women, Stein. I reiterate, nice looking women giving you, uh, <laughs> you know, giving bar service, alcohol or whatever. And um, you got VIP sections, and it's just people in the middle dancing, clubbing. They didn't come for the <laughs> it game. It doesn't sound. They bad. came for that. It doesn't sound it doesn't bad. S- but again, Stein, for two and a half hours, yeah. can we just focus on hoops? Well, Miami has clubbing all night long. That's what they say. uh, It's a different scene there in Miami. And you know what, Stein? I, for one, love it. (laughs) Man, the night that the Mavericks won it all in 2011, of course, they went to live and took it over for the whole night. What did I do? I was writing in that arena so long that when I left the arena, it was it was six or seven. It was blinding daylight when I left that arena and just walked back to my hotel for more. That was my morning brunch, walking back to the hotel because I took so damn long. I felt so much pressure writing that piece after the Mavs won it all. Took forever. Brian Windhorst still, Brian Windhorst still heckles me for how slow I was writing that thing. Oh, what a nightmare. Man, no clubbing Stein. for me, I guess, was the po- No clubbing for me was the point of that story. I get it. And I, I wouldn't expect anything less from you, Stein. I get it. Hey, to each his own. I don't judge you. Don't judge me. And don't judge I'm not, others. No, I'm not judging. Like, I, and don't I, judge like I said, others. You, don't I'm judge others judging. who prefer to partake in club <laughs> activities during the game. But it's a basketball <laughs> game. We're there for the game. Oh well, some people are. It's a game within the game. You know, I'm, I'm at the. I might. I might have to do a scene setting in in that club right there, man. It. It, oh, no one's. Hey, so I don't weird. think anyone's ever written that one. The yeah, scene piece from the Miami club during the game. Unbelievable! Unbelievable style. Hopefully, hopefully they at least have TVs in there so you can watch the game. In case something amazing happens again, that is a good question. Yeah, I, I believe they got TVs. I believe they have TVs. How nice! I'll tell you this though: nice that, nobody's nice watching. There's them. actually. All right, I look forward to your full report. That is going to do it for the latest reunion edition of this league uncut. It had been a week, a week and change since Chris and I got together for a podcast. The good news is, tons happened in that week and change. So we had no shortage of stuff to talk about. We will be back with you very soon again to talk about where these finals are, where they're going. Can Miami pull even before the series moves back to Denver for game five Monday night? And yes, I think we will continue to hear 
dribbles of trade, free agency, and draft news because this is going to be an eventful few weeks here with the new CBA coming in, teams looking to balance their books, make moves. There's There are going to be trades. I don't think there's any question about it. Um, and, you know, again, not even mid-June yet. And the free agencies, free agency of Kyrie Irving, Chris Paul's future, they've been huge headlines all week right alongside these NBA finals. As always, please, friends, rate, review, and subscribe to This League Uncut, Apple Podcasts, or wherever else you get your pods. Chris Haynes, good to be with you again, my friend. Missed you. Like I said, mad at you Monday, very mad at you Monday, but I'm past it. I'm over it. We're good. Great to reconnect, man. I'm glad we could do this again. I thought you left me hanging. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's how, that's how it was. All right, everybody. <laughs> that does it. We'll connect with you soon. Be good. And that'll do it for us. See you next time. This League Uncut is an iHeartRadio production. Boom shakalaka! Chris Haynes and Mark Stein! At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring.